Lance. Kanpai. 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 Thank you for doing this. Well, thank you for having me. Listen, um, I've known you for how many years now? It's been for a long, it's been a long time. A long time. It's definitely over. My daughter is almost 19, so let's say 20 years. 20 years. It has to be, at and least. all in Japan. Yeah. All yeah. in Japan. It started here. Let me say this. I've known you and your husband, Gray, and I remember when I first met you and we started talking and you said, I said, what do you do? You said, nothing. You said, you're a housewife right now. And I said, that's something. And you and raising your kids, you have three kids. And then you told me you were a lawyer. That's True. what you did before you had kids. True. And I said, then you're probably married to a lawyer. And you said, bingo. So two lawyers. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. Where do you hail from? Where are you from? I'm from Washington, D.C. And when I say that, I actually mean I'm from the city of Washington, D.C. Not Northern Virginia or Maryland. Okay. So I grew up uh, in D.C., um, close to politics, and I went to UVA, okay. both undergrad and law school. Right. But I haven't lived in D.C. since I left high school. So although it's home, uh -huh. I've never lived there as an adult. So I only know D.C. from the kids' perspective. D.C. Right. After law school, we went to New York. Mm -hmm. And after being there about four years, Greg was seconded to a Japanese company from his um, law firm in New York. Right. But wait, so, you, so right out of high school, well, how long have you known your husband? When did you meet him? In college? Law school. In law school. Mm -hmm. So the first year, second, third, fourth year? First year. First day. We're and you school. guys have been together since then? Well, not since that first day, but, okay, okay. <laughs> but, close but to since it. the first year, yeah, yeah. So most of the time throughout college, you guys were together? Throughout law school. Throughout law so school. So after, so I graduated college, and I gotcha. went straight from college to law school. My husband took a couple years off. Right. Um, and but, so. But you, wait, you went to law school, but so he's, so he's older than you, obviously. Only a little bit, yeah. Okay, so he, he took some years off, and then, but he came in at the same time you did. Correct. We're in the same right. class. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Funny thing is that that year, there were actually quite a few couples from that class. It's just, it's just a strange thing. You guys paired up real quick so there'd be no I nonsense. I don't know why. No nonsense. Nobody wouldn't have any I that. think uh, I, was part of, I was on the younger end of the class, so uh -huh. most of the other people in the class, they were, some, they were a couple of people that were married. They're, our class was interesting. Our small section was interesting. We had the youngest student, I think she was like 19 or 18, and we had the oldest student. We had someone who had retired and started to, wanted to start over and became and was studying law. So. Right. Um, it was a really interesting group, and um, we just really got along. It was good times. What kind of what, what did you study? Um, in undergrad, I have a, I have a bachelor's in science and finance, so I studied business okay. at UVA, and then I went straight to law school. My dad's a lawyer, was a lawyer, yeah. so um, I didn't know really what I wanted to study. I studied all different things. I think I wanted to be like like an international lawyer, even though I don't know what that meant, but I think I wanted to kind of help people around the world. I was very optimistic right. as a student. Right. Um, but then I had student loans. <laughs> okay. But also, yeah. you're, the, you're the youngest of your siblings. Correct. I am okay. the youngest of three. Of three. And your mom, she raised all of you. That's what she was doing. So, no, my mom worked. Uh, so, so my dad... Was an, my dad did a lot of things. Besides being right. a lawyer, practicing lawyer, he was also a professor. He taught law at right. UDC. 
and he was also uh, in the reserve. He was in the military. Right, but he was a colonel. He's a colonel. That's yes. what I'm talking about. So you didn't say what it is. I want to know the whole that's deal. That's right. That's right. Like he's just in the service. Come on. He was. In, he's a colonel. And at that time, it's a little bit different, you know, because he had to really work to get to get. Oh to have no that. question, no question. My goodness. It was really. What tough. branch was he in? He was in the army too. In the army. Yeah. Wow. That you know. Okay. That was, did he did he see any action at all? Did he go was during his time there was nothing. He he missed he, he missed the Korean War. He did miss the Korean War. There was a point that he, they, they were going to try to deploy him to Germany, but I think he, that's when he went to um, law school. Okay. My goodness. So it was the, his timing worked out that he actually didn't see any kind of military okay. service. Right. right, right. Uh, active military okay. service, but he did he did JAG. So okay. he did some trial work with the military. Uh, yes. So he did That's a lot a of things. Arm, yes. Yeah. And your mother? So would you say she? So was? my mom, um, she's an educator. She mm -hmm. was a middle school uh, math teacher mm -hmm. before she decided to kind of switch into the administrative side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she worked. So when I was in high school, she was an administrator at the DCC public school system. Right. right. And I, I really didn't know what that meant, but now yeah. I kind of. I just <laughs> have to. I have to do this. I have to do this. Hi, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do. I had to do it. She the hand bump. I had to say it. She'll be. Okay. She'll be tickled. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you so much. That's real sweet. Because <laughs> I met her the second time she came. That's right. Because I didn't meet. I didn't meet you, and when your father came the first time, and he's mm -hmm. passed. He yes. passed. By the next time you came, he had already passed. That's correct. That's right. We were yeah. here from '98 to 2000. My father passed away in 2000, early mm -hmm. 2000, mm -hmm. and um, then we were in New York for a couple of years, and then we returned to Japan 2002. Mm -hmm. That time we had a little, was it 2002? No, we came, actually returned 2003. Okay. My daughter was born in 2002. We returned in 2003, so we had a baby, a mm -hmm. little baby girl. Mm -hmm. Bella. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're really close in so many ways because I just got through speaking to your daughter on Zoom. She had some sort of project and she called and wanted so to much. speak with me, and I'm going, what? Well, who else would she speak to? No, no, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. And both your boys have been in the program. That's been good too. Yes. So tell me. So okay. So you finished school. You're with your husband, and then you started practicing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. We so who did you work with? Started in New York City with law firms during not a great time in the for the economy, but it was a it was a, a good time to be a, a junior lawyer. There was um, the fact that we had jobs was was great, mm -hmm. and we were in New York, and we were doing uh, business. Law. My husband was doing um, actually securities work, mm -hmm. and um, I was doing public finance work in New York. Mm -hmm. So, in the early nineties, was, was it was it okay? I mean, did you have any? How did you arrange that? I mean, like for your private lives, was it difficult? Because how did your schedules match? They match? were. It was long schedules, but I think New York professionals. I think just the. Being in New York as any kind of professionals, I think that's kind of the nature of being in New York is kind of always to be working. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't unusual for a lot of our peers mm -hmm. to, be doing to, the same have, to be doing the same thing, having right. long hours. So um, what worked in our benefit was the fact that we both understood the, the, the nature the, of your job. The nature yeah. of the jobs. So well, yeah, did you, did you see each other a lot? Um, not a, I mean we not a lot. I mean we lived together. So. I know, but no, but could you could you did you see each other in passing? I mean because you no, probably had different hours. No, not even even yeah even not in. So you had different sleep schedules, everything yeah, sometimes because yeah. of the workload. Yeah, 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 it would be sometimes all nighters and stuff. It's hard to remember that. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, it was like that. But we had, they were young, we had energy, and that's what was expected. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I think even now with the young people, with the whole Silicon Valley, I still think the kids work long hours right, right. and I think they just have better perks now. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, see, but you guys were married. You got married already. Yeah. You'd already married. got married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of the people now, we just talked about that earlier, are choosing not necessarily to get married right That's away. That's an option now. It seems, it seems like mo much more than it was, you know, when I was I younger. So. Possibly when you were a little so. bit younger. So, okay, so from then, then you worked at these different companies and then all of a sudden Greg gets sequestered to yeah, so they, they pulled him aside and said, are you interested in uh, working for a client in Japan? And he's like, oh, yeah, excellent, yeah, great. You know, call my wife. He asked me, I'm like, yes, when do we go? I've but that meant you'd have, to stop, you'd have to stop doing what you were doing. That's right, yeah. But at that time, I had been practicing for four years, and I was ready for a break. I was ready for a change of pace. Um, we had never lived in this part of the world, and it was something we both always wanted to do. And the fact that he'd be working with a Japanese company just was added intrigue. So he got seconded to a, one of the Mitsubishi companies here. So that was. Now, what year was this? What year was that? Yeah, what year was 98, that? 1998. So Japan had been on the radar in the U.S. for a while by then, and everyone right. knew about Japan. Oh, absolutely. Talked, oh, yes. Yeah, but I think this was post. Them, uh, Sony selling back Rockefeller Center. They had oh, come right. in. They were they really strong. They bought everything. Bought everything. That's right. Yeah. And then they sold it back. Mm. <laughs> they sold it. There was a bubble. I think there was. This was the bubble of, had already burst. Yeah. This was That's post right. bubble. So. Right. But you figured there still must be something there. Well, it was something. It had to be. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yes. Absolutely. Who didn't have a Walkman and and uh, you know the Nintendo games? I knew about all that stuff, and I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So and how was it? The has it not been? disappointed? So what was it like when you came here? What was your feeling about Japan, and especially being a minority and being female and coming to this country? How did you take it? The reason why um, I say it because I have to put that preface around it. Okay. How did I take it? So coming here, I mean, it was just full of wonder. It was just. You know, I just, I just thought it was just amazing. I just, I just love everything about it. What were some I of the first things? Okay, give me one or two things that you just hit you that you'd always think about. Well, for one, okay, okay, you can't tell okay. how tall I am, but I'm five six. I'm not particularly tall. Okay, all right. And I'm not particularly large for all right. being in America. I'm pretty, pretty average. That's right. That's right. But here. I was kind of tall, <laughs> and I was kind of larger than average. Okay. So that was different. Um, the train system, the subways, how people, it was drop dead quiet, was kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. It was sparkling clean, again, amazing. Um, just, I just kind of marveled at that. Um, I, in terms of being someone who stood out, for being a minority, mm -hmm. not so much because I wasn't working, mm -hmm. so I didn't have a constant day-to-day -day, um, interaction. Mm -hmm. I did study a little bit Japanese. I took some Japanese lessons, um, and um, honestly, I can't say that I haven't been treated any better. I mean, I just got treated. I was treated beautifully, honestly. No one followed me around when I went into the stores or anything like that. I could just look at but things. But you had those. You had that kind of experience in the states prior to coming. You felt. I mean, on occasion, you would feel like 
you know, depending on the store, like, you know, whether And this you is where? Welcome. Where in the States are you talking about? In, um, maybe sometimes in certain department stores in New York. Okay. Um, but, all, you know, you could name any place in, that's true. in that's the States, true. You California. Even, I mean, you could name California, you could name the South, you could name any place. You, people had their uh, yeah. presumptions. Their, their presumptions on Assumptions, yes. right? Yes. About no people. matter how you dressed. Yeah, I do I remember not liking the smoking when I came to Japan. A lot of people still smoked. They sure did. Matter of fact, they still had smoking on the plane when they flew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that was kind of a hassle because right. that was not great. You know, you see, yeah, right. America had already gotten used to uh, pretty much done away with it in some of the major cities. Right, 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 right. But then after the, yeah, I think yeah, Japan still had smoking. On they sure the did. Flights. It took a while for them to get it. All the taxis had it. I mean, almost any place you went. Yeah, so I didn't, didn't like care. that so much. That's that was right. probably the one thing, and it's 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 kind of funny to remember because now there's smoking spots here mm -hmm. in Japan. So right. and everyone smokes in their particular spot, which is so nice and orderly. I can't, can't be, imagine yeah. people doing yeah. that. It's hard to find anyone smoking anymore. Yeah. Because when they decided to stop, it went like almost overnight. It felt like until they brought back okay. vape, the vaping. Until the that vaping. Came up. But I still don't see a lot of people doing that. I don't see a lot of people doing that. No, I don't that. see a lot of people doing that. Yeah. You see a few people, and that doesn't have the scent that you have with smoking. Right, no, no. It's that's completely that's different. That's a different issue altogether. Different, yeah. Yeah. And that's more, they are just affecting themselves, basically. So that's the only thing. But I remember going into movie theaters and hoping that the person in front of me wouldn't smoke oh. because that trail of smoke going up. When you're trying to can watch a movie, you want it. And then they puff every now and then, there'd be a cloud of smoke. I totally forgot about and that. I thought, it's crazy. Come on. And the seats weren't like, at a slant at such an they angle, they were almost straight, right, level. Right. Yeah, because so again, the really, height. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. It was really yeah. difficult. That's interesting. Okay, so tell me. So you had your first child here, and then what happened? Um, we were just here for, um, so that time, so the first time we were here, two years. The second time we were here, um, it was uncertain how long we'd be here. We ended up being here for eight years. The second time. Yes. That's when I met you, the second time. Yeah. Um, I, I think I met you the, the first time, but it, towards the end. I was towards thinking the end, I was right, right, leaving. Because yeah, I did meet you That's before. That's right. And I, said, I remember saying, I said, why do you have to be leaving right I now? Know, I know. I think that's what that's happened. Right. It was like, I don't that's know right. why I just met you just now. I just right. got a chance. And then you came right back. I came right back. You sure did. Back. Yeah. Um, and we were here for eight years. Um, so we had our boys here. We had the twins here. That's right. Um, I talk about a different place. So the first time we had no kids, second time we have little kids. And it's just, again, another marvel to behold. Um, I must say the whole preschool system, although it's a nightmare in New York, it's also kind of very confusing here as well. Not as many choices when you're talking about English. Expats, right. Uh, expats. But for Bella, our daughter, we wanted her to kind of experience as much Japanese culture as possible. Mm -hmm. So she actually went to a Japanese That's preschool. That's right. I remember. That's Yo right. Chin, she had man. the backpack and everything she for a second. She had the backpack yes. and everything. Her Japanese is still pretty good, I that's think, right. because of that. Yes. She can hear it. She has the ear for it. Oh, that's so good. Although I think she might speak as well as me. So you only stayed for eight years? Only eight years? Yes. Only eight years. It's a long time. But how long were you gone after that eight years? After eight years, we were gone for about four. We were gone for five years. It was a five-year gap. Okay. And then you came back, and the kids were how old then when you came back? We came back. Uh, they were the little, no longer babies, of course. The so. baby Bella has now come. She was now a high eight, schooler. Eight, yeah, high school. She a junior in high school. We came back. She was a junior in high school, junior and the boys school. were uh, in middle school. Okay. 
So yes, the third time, yet a different time. That's right. Because then we have older teens that I felt so much more comfortable them mm -hmm. hanging out and enjoying mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. um, that second time we were here, we left after eight years, we uh, left when um, the boys were in kindergarten, mm -hmm. about in kindergarten. And that was also the same year as the earthquake. We didn't leave because of the earthquake slash Tsunami you slash. You, you called me up then. I remember you called Atlanta. You leaving? I think you called me up when that happened. I don't know. I, just, I think you didn't. Like so you, am I leaving? I said no. Well, <laughs> yeah. Here. Good for you. No, I was glad. <laughs> I, I didn't leave because of it. We didn't leave because we had actually planned mm -hmm. on leaving anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a huge exodus, right? It was big. Yeah. People were called not guy jeans. They were called fly jeans. Yeah. It was a weird wanted... time. I mean, because even the embassy. Did, um, did an evacuation, which was unusual. That's right. That's true. Well, what they did was the government, the U.S. government, basically, the military said all non-essential personnel Correct. can leave if they'd like. Right. And they would, they would pay for it. Right. And they could go to any place that basically they wanted to, and they did. They, took they did. Off. They took off. But most of the essential, everyone stayed, all the people that had to stayed. Right, right. But the schools were, were, were closed for a They bit. sure were. They so a lot of... Um, That's right. No reason to be here. Yeah. Right. My goodness. So you've been, you're back now and you've been here for a while and do you have any intentions of you going back? So, oh, and Greg has made partner oh, at White yeah, Case, partner. so he's No, he's at, a, he's at Jones Day. Jones Day? He's not White Case was my first. That was your firm. I'm back sorry, in New York. I'm sorry. He's with Jones Day, okay. Mm -hmm. So he's partner now though? Yes. Okay. Do you have plans on going back anytime soon? Uh, no, I don't think so. So now our boys are in high school, so we'd like them to finish high school here, I think, okay. because That's moving around is tough. Uh, two more years. Two more years, okay. Um, and Bella will be starting college in the fall. She did take a gap year mm -hmm. um, because of the pandemic and right, flight right, restriction right. and everything. Right. Um, so does she know where she's going to go to school? Does she? She does. She's going to go to half of her college. Okay. In Pennsylvania, okay. and um, she doesn't know what she's going to study, which is perfect be, because be <laughs> because it's that's that's that's, that's, what, she, yeah. that's what she shouldn't know. Yeah. It'd be, I would be shocked if she did know. Um, so I don't think we have any plans on moving anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Next, at least at least for another couple of years, we'll See, be here. You're like in Japan. We are yeah. like in Japan. It's all, for, for our kids. It's practically home. Yeah, that's true. But I don't really know. Anything Any else the Yeah. They have yeah. really high expectations for convenience mm -hmm. stores and public transportation. <laughs> Based upon what's happened here, that's true. Based on their experience in Japan. That's it's, so true. That's so funny. That's so true. So what kind of things are you work on? What do you do outside of your family? Like? Outside of the family. Because you just told me a couple of things too. I did. I did. I'm kind of um, getting a little bit more involved in um, Democrats Abroad Japan. Um, you know, I told you I grew up in D.C. Right. I was surrounded by politics, couldn't help it. The first thing I wanted to do after going away to college was kind of not be involved with politics because growing up in D.C., that's kind of, that's kind of the business of D.C. So I wasn't interested in it at all. Um, but I must say, I've just gotten to the point where I think it's just really important with voting rights and education, those are kind of priorities for me personally as, as families. As a family, we really think education opportunities for all kids, regardless of need, 
and um, learning abilities. Mm -hmm. they, should, they should have access to it. Um, voting, again, to me it's an, another kind of no-brainer. Mm -hmm. People should be allowed to vote right. <laughs> and it shouldn't right. be a difficult thing. So right. that's, those things have become big issues now. So those things that you know, maybe want to get more active. So you're really still involved in the U.S. even though you're staying over here? Because you can't really be involved here unless you really... That's right. right. So it's funny because I, right. I felt this need. Like I, you know, I followed kind of uh, like the New York politics, I followed kind of D.C. politics, but there's only so much you can do abroad except there is the Democrats abroad, which basically caucuses like a state. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so they are, they represent the concerns. And there's Democrats abroad, there's chapters all over the country, all over the, the world, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, they reflect the concerns of the nine plus million Americans that live That's right. outside of America. Right. So, so, but those nine million Americans, well, well almost nine million are permitted to vote in federal elections mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they they carry some weight and mm -hmm. you know when certain uh, laws affect different communities I think they're they can be kind of galvanized mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a huge force and, it, and it's I think it was integral and in certainly the Georgia runoffs for example mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that something like that can have a huge effect. A mm -hmm. Georgia runoff has a federal effect. Mm -hmm. So, my goodness, yeah, change right. that. So you're involved with that. Anything else that. that you're involved in? Um, I'm a member of uh, Asian University for Women um, Committee for Japan, and basically that's a committee that helps raise money and um, awareness for the Asian University for Women, which is a liberal arts university in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And it caters towards uh, women in Southeast Asia and uh, the Middle East, mm -hmm. um, and they basically kind of transform these young women's lives, and they empower them to kind of uh, not only through education but through also internships and mentorships. And you also love so you're so that I'm big into education, yeah, big into um, you are. But right. also, it seems like you're really big into art too, because as we were going around this club, we're, right now people know, but we're in the auxiliary or our, our other club that's in the city, Nihonbashi. Stunning club. Stunning. Yes. <laughs> and, and you just got through having a tour, which I'm going to make sure is running while I'm talking about this right now. So we went on a tour, and as we went over some of the art pieces, you were really fascinated with them. So you're into art. You like art? I do like art. I think becoming. I think that my time in New York kind of spoiled me with all the different. And in D.C., I just have been spoiled being around fantastic museums. I mean, even mm -hmm. in Japan, Japan has quite a wealth of and appreciation right. for artistry. That's another thing I love about Japan. Not only do they appreciate technology and. Um, they t appreciate art. They pre appreciate music. They do. Um, they have appreciation for science. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but it's, it's the thing that I find is different in Japan versus, I'll just say America. When you partake in art or music here, mm -hmm. you can go to a concert hall, you can go to a beautiful play, you can mm -hmm. go into a museum and be very casually dressed. 
they do it, but they're still neat and clean. It's just they're not dressed the way that I think I've been taught that you should dress if you're going to go to a play. Or if you're going to go to some, but sometimes it depends. Some plays you do have. It's oh, I imagine, right. yes, more yeah. traditional That's right. Japanese. They have that as well. Theater right. and stuff like that. But I'm I thinking about like if you go to Santori Hall and stuff like that, where they have concerts and plays all the time, and people just go there like you go to a movie theater. They just think like just going to a movie theater. No one's there. But it's interesting. Yeah. So we're in Nihonbashi. Behind you, we have the sky tree, which I think might be visible in this view. And I wonder. We stayed here later because we came here. Really early. We were here like 3.30 or something. Like we were here by 3.30. <laughs> and we've been here until, what time is it now? Almost 6 or whatever? Because it had to yeah. get dark enough so we could see that. Take advantage the of the light. And I appreciate that. Can you think of anything else that you'd like to tell me or talk about in this podcast that is of interest to you? Um, that you want us to know? About me yeah. in particular? About and you see, now there's so much about you. There, I don't know about there's so much yeah. about me. There's so much about Japan. Appreciate it. I'm just thinking about what you were talking about in the theater. And one of the things that I also appreciate, I think we, everyone appreciates when they come to Japan, um, is the food and the de dedication to that culinary arts. And it's not even just the way it tastes, it's the presentation, it's the seasonality, it's everything. It's just, it's just mind blowing. Yes. And the appreciation for uh, traditional Cuisines, be it Italian or French or Chinese or whomever, they just they take it and they take it to another level. Mm -hmm. um, so when you go, when you go to the states, do you or do you find it kind of hard sometimes to adjust because you've lived here for so long? To when you go to a restaurant or whatever, do you have or do, are your expectations met or do you feel because I you've been here? I keep very low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> when you go there, you no, know, like, no. I mean, I, I and also I, you don't tip in Japan, so oh, and the service yeah, is still, right. and I you mean, have to tip there, and that's always in the back of your right. head. Well, I mean, I recognize that I'm not in Japan, um, yeah. and it's actually kind of miraculous that I've actually been able to be in Japan this long, given my knowledge of Japanese. I always tell people I'm just like blown away about your Japanese. My Japanese is horrible, and I've been here a long time, um, but. I can't imagine living anywhere else where you could get by and not speak the language, and the people are so, so kind. And still kind to you, right? <laughs> and I try, yeah. I try. But, but they don't. <laughs> but the thing is, the country or the culture doesn't expect you to. Right. No, so you have I get an advantage. That. You have an advantage. Mm. And it doesn't matter where you go in Japan, because I travel all over. They really don't. So even if you have a very limited vocabulary, they're just happy that you tried. And keep they a very low expectations. Isn't that something? Yes, and that, that is kind of like a superpower because they it don't is. expect me they to never, speak Japanese. And so I don't Japanese have to. <laughs> so it is kind of nice. It's oh. nice. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I'd like to talk about. Well, it's all been good. No, I Everything appreciate it. I, I, I'm just like, I appreciate you just. Yes, I wonder because the the whole idea about this, as I said again, there are a lot of people I'm sure that see you around the club and see you around Japan, and they see you but they don't know what you. What is she doing here? Yeah, <laughs> but they don't know you, and you've been here, like you said, I've you've been, been in and out of Japan for you know t over 20, twenty years. Yeah. A lot of people come here the first time, so you're a resource. So maybe if they see you now, even through this, right. next time they'll come up to you and say, "Wow, tell me about this or that," and that's why I think this is so important. I appreciate that. It that really is. So it nice. really is. And I'm, I'm trying to get pe more people like yourself that are willing to say something 
and tell us something. So I appreciate this time, Regina. I really do. Well, thank you. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. And um, you're I wish an, you all the best. You're a legend. You're <laughs> a legend, Lance. <laughs> In my this own is mind. The guy. <laughs> In my own mind. In my own mind. <laughs> Listen, I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure that you subscribe, leave a comment, and press like. And remember, as I always say, it's all unknown and continue to reach for the stars.